Hey guys, brand new open tabs. If you don't know what this show is, this is a passion project. I started a long time ago and we've brought back finally, uh, I leave up all my open tabs on my Safari browser throughout the week uh, on the road. And then when I come home, me uh, and, and Halston and, and my cousin Andrew sometimes sit down and I close out the Safari browser and I tell you the things I've Googled throughout the weekend. And it is a bizarre array of subjects today. You're going to see a lot of boat launches, um, some boating accidents, a shark almost bump into Kelly Slater. Uh, Kanye. Kanye. We talk about Kanye. Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf. What else, Halston? Loop Station, Surf competitions. Skeeter Davis. <laughs> Skeeter Davis. <laughs> All right. So I hope you enjoy it. Hey, Cinco de Mayo. I'm at the Greek. Uh, Birdie Boy Relapse Tour. Go to burpburbert.com. I'm on the road until mid-April. I love you guys with all my heart. Enjoy this episode of Open Tabs. And my cousin Andrew once said, my, my algorithm is disturbing. What, my, what shows up in my search thread, what I watch online. What you, would you, is, your, is your diet... Your content diet is disturbing. It's uh, if it were a food equivalent, it'd be wild. Like, could you imagine what you watch is what you ate? Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm shocked what shows up for me when they're like, hey, Bert, you know what you'd like? <laughs> Have you seen these people almost die in a boat accident in Destin? And I'm like, no. Have you seen Kelly Slater almost get attacked by a shark uh, in, the, in a wave? No. Hey, do you would, would you like to see some Dusty Roads promos? Yeah. Wait, how do those two connect? I don't know. I thought you liked the two. Hey, Bert, everything and all things Kanye, let's start there. Possibly one of the greatest Americans to ever live. I'm going to I'm gonna take, because everyone's beating this guy up right now. I'm going to take the other side of it. Now, I, I'm not aware of the text messages going on between, I, I'm, I'm subtly aware of what's going on between him, Kim, fucking Noah, or not Noah, Trevor Noah, Pete Davidson. I understand Kanye's attacking Pete, calling him Skeet. Poor Skeet Ulrich in all this. <laughs> that poor guy is like, here. that's my real fucking name, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. Do you think Skeet Ulrich is aware of this Kanye beat? He's got it. Someone's got to be like, hey, you know, man, he's fucking dragging your name hard as fuck. Yeah, he's worried Skeet's going to come become the next Karen. The thing on your the thing on your birth certificate, that's a, just so you know, it's, it's a, a fucking slam. It's a big slam. Skeet Ulrich. What's Skeet Ulrich doing these days? That's how Open Tabs works. Is every now and then you go, yeah, what is Skeet Ulrich? Skeet Ulrich was talented as fuck. Uh, really super nice guy. Is he? Yeah. You met nice. him? Met him. Met him at the Universal Lot 2017. Really? Is he still good looking? Uh, he was gorgeous. He was gorgeous, man. Gorgeous. He still is, I'm sure. We're going to pull him up. Skeet, by the way, one of the only famous Skeets alive. Skeet Davidson and Skeet Ulrich. I'm here for the are the two Skeets. Skeet Ulrich was the only Skeet until Skeet Davidson. Skeet Ulrich. Skeet. Shooting Skeet. That's what comes up. Yeah. Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. What's Skeet Davis? Who's Skeet Davis? Skeeter Davis. Skeeter Davis is a woman. And she was fucking gorgeous. She was an American country singer, of course. Skeeter, get on over here. Get out of that holler. You need to get on up. I tell you, Skeeter. Ske and a lot of impressions on open tabs, if you're wondering. So let's go back to um, 
Kanye. I want to, I want to, I have not been paying a ton of attention to Kanye. I'm just letting you know that until I got the Kanye Gap collab hoodie. It is the greatest hoodie that has ever been made in mankind. Why? It is the best part of a hoodie twice. Yeah, it's the inside. It's the inside. It's the outside flipped inside. Yeah. Sewn to the outside. Yeah. Sewn to the inside. Does that make sense? So what he does, what he's what he's definitely done with the hoodie is he's made it doubly heavy, right? So it's it's a little bit like a comfy. Yeah. And so he's taken it, he's flipped a sweatshirt inside out, then sewn that into the inside of a sweatshirt, and that is the Kanye Gap collab hoodie. It is comfy as fucking shit. It is the most comfortable hoodie I've ever put on. And and I also say I'm late to the Yeezy game. Le- Yeezys are the most comfortable dad shoe I've ever worn that you can wear a dad shoe and people think you're cool. Kanye is a genius in the Picasso sense of the word. Well, I watched the Kanye documentary. After I got the Kanye hoodie, I said it's time to watch the Kanye documentary. Am I the only one that's watched this? I've watched a lot of them. You forget what a musical genius this guy was. Dude. Through the Wire is the song that kind of, you know, popped Kanye. Yeah. I'm going to give you a little Kanye history if you haven't watched the documentary. Kanye was signed to Rockefeller. He was signed to Rockefeller technically because I think Dame Dash saw a kid that could make beats that were very productive and very hip and very cool for like 500 bucks a beat. He'd make five bucks a week, I think, or five five beats a, a week or five beats a day, and he'd give them to Jay-Z. H to the Izzo, V to the Izzo. That's Kanye, okay? Lucifer. Lucifer. Out in the morning, I do ball. Hiding the Lucifer in the morning. That's Kanye. That's Bert, actually. But that could be Kanye. And then, <clears throat> and then Through the Wire is his hit. You forget what a banger through the wires, but he had a deal at Rockefeller and Rockefeller was kind of sleeping on him. So what Kanye did was he took $33,000 of his own money and invested it in a music video to launch, start his own career. What people would call fucking crazy today. This is crazy behavior. So like, I'm just trying to track Kanye for you. Uh, Only a fucking lunatic in 2002, 2004, whenever the fuck this was, only an absolute fucking lunatic would produce a song for free, meaning he had to steal uh, studio time. Oh, yeah. Would then would then uh, make it with a his jaw wired shut. He sang it with his jaw wired shut. Then make his own music video to it, and then say, "Let's hope this gets on MTV." Only an absolute fucking madman would do that. Okay. Let alone the rap industry at the time was jerseys. That's what everyone was wearing, oversized jerseys. And here comes a kid in polos with a backpack, not talking about murdering anybody, talking about having insecurities and getting his jaw wired shut and um, and 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 like go, get dropping out of college. That's this album. This album, top to bottom, is fucking amazing. The next album... Top to bottom is fucking amazing. The album after that, and then the album after that, and then the one he did with Jay-Z, everything that guy does is uh, it, creatively is fucking amazing. 
I my favorite scene in that documentary is when he goes to Rockefeller and he's he's not signed yet, but he's trying to pitch himself and he's playing he his is, music and and you nobody realize nobody gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck because what and that is the what's wrong. That's what's wrong. That 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 video that movie highlights what is wrong with the uh, with the music industry. Yeah, because I don't know if you're paying attention to the conversations they're having. Mm -hmm. They're talking about what cell phones they should get, dude. Like, I love that scene so much because, first of all, he just goes to Rockefeller unannounced. He doesn't have a meeting or anything. Yeah. But he's connected enough to be able to go into these buildings, which is like, that's kind of all you need when you're first starting out like that. So what he's doing is he's pitching these like future hit songs and he's playing them in these people's offices. The A&R rep, the um, somebody else, maybe a booker and then like someone else's manager. And he's, he's playing, playing these songs and nobody is giving him the time of day. They're just kind of looking at him like, yeah, dude, get out of my office. I have shit to do. Like, what are you doing? And he's just trying to get this record label so that he can make his own music. And it was so inspiring to me to watch him hustle like that and just like never once take his foot off the gas pedal. And he never doubted his ability to be able to rap or make music. And they do not give a fucking fuck. The fascinating part of that scene is it is an inside peek into this guy's logic system because he did not see it going that way. Mm. Knowing who Kanye is now, that guy thought like, this is just like that scene in the movie where I go in and play the record deal and everybody's like, wait, what's that? That's great. Yeah, this is Kanye. They this just need is, to hear it. They just, and by the way, he is, he is, and I mean this in the all, he is an artistic in madman, meaning he is he is untethered to the to the society, and you're watching him make songs for guys that are singing cliched lyrics and are doing what other people are doing. And then and then when, I think for the first time when I realized that in the wire is the first whole part of this documentary through the wire through the wire through the yeah. wire is the whole first part of this documentary. And then when you watch the video through the wire, it's him playing through the wire for the biggest rap in influencers. I mean, he plays it for the, for Pharrell and Pharrell has to walk out of the fucking room. And then Pharrell says, you, my friend, are a genius. You are the future of this business, which he is. He was yeah. still is through the wire. If you just haven't for a second, listen to the beginning of through the wire. This is Kanye West at a time when music was not sounding like this. It did not sound like this. And by the way, he was also redoing the idea of samples. Instead of just doing samples, he would bring in a fucking men's and women's choir and have them sing a, the sample he wanted. He was like, mm -hmm. I don't, they don't have the samples I need. Mm -hmm. This is Kanye texting right here. This beginning of this says, last October, Grammy-nominated producer Kanye West was in a near-fatal car accident. His jaw was fractured in three places. Two weeks later, he recorded this song with his mouth still wired shut so the world could feel his pain. That is the very first text we get from Kanye. That is technically the first text. That is the text he put on the very first video he gave out to the world. Now we know his text to be somewhat uh, off kilter, but this is the first one. And then listen to the beginning of this. This is in the fucking documentary. Mm -hmm. This yeah. is in the documentary. Like he's He did, by the way, another madman fucking move. He made. He was making a documentary about himself when he was absolutely nobody. Uh, hold on. Can we pause? Can we pause? Can we pause? Can we pause? Yeah. You know who did that? Who? 
Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in the Ben Stiller movie, Along Came Polly. Philip Seymour Hoffman's character is filming a behind the music on spec for himself. On spec. That was a joke that a character did in a movie. It wasn't a behind the music. It was an E! True Hollywood story about him because he was like a, a an actor that lost his way. Yeah. But he was just like, no, he's not. I'm doing this for myself. So him and Kanye West. Him and Kanye West. Is that where Kanye got the idea? Along came Polly. By the way, he, when, you, when, you, when you look at the things in Kanye's, Kanye's life that are like this, you start going like man there's because it worked out you're like he was a genius had it not worked out he is a fucking lunatic he is an egotistical fucking lunatic that's what's awesome about him he's a tin cup guy he never plays it safe never he goes for the fuck i'm a tin cup guy that's why i like kanye (laughs) i'm a tin i related to kanye so much in this because i was like i believed in myself when no one believed in myself when no one was there, I was like, I got this. We got this big guy. Yeah. We're really good at this. This is, can I just be fair? It's always looked like Kanye's jaw was broken. Like, I know that he's. Even before and even after. Even before. He's got that tightness. Yeah. Look at Kanye. Okay, can I get some change? Yo, Chief, they can't stop me from rapping, can they? Can they, huh? I spit it through the wire, man. All scenes from his documentary. So in a weird way, had he not been making his own documentary about his unfamous self, this video would have never popped. But boy, is there a marked difference in this guy that we're watching during this making of the movie and then after his second album where he starts wearing gloves and and you're like, this is a different dude. And you can see it. He's, he's like not even calling his friends by the right name. He's like, TK, come here. He's like, well, he was drunk in that scene. He was drunk, but he did it five times. <laughs> he did it five times. It's like his closest friend, dude. Yeah, it's his closest friend. Yeah, you're drunk. You still get your buddies' names right. That's... Yeah. It's, yeah. But I mean, there is a marked difference between the two inner, inner, in individuals. Part of Kanye is crazy. Can I keep, can I get that wire? Can I keep it? And the doctor's like, yeah, let me clean it for you. He goes, no, keep the blood on it. Yeah. He's like, huh? He's like, keep the blood. My mama wants the blood. Can I tell you how great I fucking think Kanye's mom is? Uh, uh, she was an angel. She was an angel. She was an angel. He, that man was very lucky to have her in his life. That man was very, and I think the things that people rub Kanye the wrong way is just maybe because his mom wasn't there anymore. That's it. I really think. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, that was a that was the end of the when a first giant di- documentary. That was like you got like, oh, this was this guy's anger. When a giant looks in a mirror, he sees nothing. I think that means that he's looking at a regular person's mirror. Wouldn't he have a giant mirror? Yeah. If a giant looks in a giant mirror, he's like, oh, I see a giant. When I look in a mirror, I just see him from the neck down because I'm so tall. <laughs> fucking sucks to you. I know. To get in a shower and just get your chest. <laughs> yeah, dude. I have to like get specialty showers put in. If you go down on your chick, your feet are hanging into the kitchen. <laughs> You're like, got one foot in the living room, one foot in your kitchen. You're knocking dishes over with your toes. That's through the wire. This... This song, I was on a treadmill this weekend watching this, and I started crying. Two or 
Words, United States, no love, no breaks, low brow, high stakes, crack smoke, black folks, Big Macs, fat folks, ecstasy, capsules, presidential scandals. Everybody move. Two words, most dev, Kanye, hot shit, calm down, get back, ghetto people got this, game pawn lock shit, gone pawn cock shit, we don't stop shit, everybody move. Two words, BKNY, bed stop, too hard, too hungry, too many, that's why these streets, no game, can't ball, don't play, heavy traffic, one lane, everybody move. Two words, most death, K West, hot shit, calm down, get back, ghetto people got this, game pawn lock, gun pawn cock, we don't stop, most in the... Now it should be noted, Kanye is a not a known rapper at this time, Mm -mm. he's just the guy who makes beats. Two words, shot town, south side, worldwide, cause I rep that till I fucking die. One neck, two chains, one waist, two gas, one wall, 20 plates, fake, give me that. I am limelight, blueprint, five mics, go get his rhyme like, should have been signed twice. Most imitated, Grammy nominated, hotel accommodated, cheerleader prom dated, barbershop player hated, mom and pop bootlegged it. Felt like it rained till the roof caved in, but two words, shot town, crazy, so I live by two words fuck you pay me screaming jesus save me you know how the game be i can't let them change me because on judgment day you're gonna blame me look god it's the same me basically no now we get racially profiled cuffed up and hosed down pimped up and hold down plus i got a whole city to hold down from the bottom so the top's the only place to go now Yo. <laughs> fucking. By the way, that was one of my favorite songs on that whole fucking album. What made you tear up about that? Oh, are you serious? I'm just wondering. Oh. Oh, you're you're watching a guy stand out. You're watching a star be made. Yeah. You're watching a star be made. He was not a rapper at that time. He was just making beats. He was making beats for most deaf, and he was making great beats for most deaf. And fucking and Talib Kweli. And and then all of a sudden, this guy, it's like, the, it's a scene when he, he raps for Jay-Z the first time. And Jay-Z and JC says, an open mouth doesn't get fed. If you hadn't said anything, you wouldn't have been on that track. Now you're on that track. And you're watching, I mean, the, the I, it's so funny. I watched Talib, or uh, Most Def the whole time. And I watch him go like this, like, because Most Def is, like, across the board, probably Most Def's one of the best rap lyricists, most poetic lyricists. I, in my book, well, I, he's part of the best hip hop bands of all time. Yeah, I mean, and so you're watching most deaf see him go, oh shit, yeah. Oh, it's like watching a king be made. It's like fucking. Well, yeah, and then he goes, "Fuck you, pay me." It's about self worth. Should have been signed twice. That's true. Yeah, to to most deaf's label and to Rock Rockefeller, then most deaf's label, and then he gets signed by Rockefeller. All right, should we pivot out of Kanye? Yeah, this can't be another the baby episode where it's just the baby the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I found something that is fucking amazing. Have you ever heard of the Loop Freestyles Brazil, Loop Station Championships? So this is something I would enjoy doing. I might, I might have you buy all this equipment for me while I'm gone, Halston. Yeah, so I can do loops. Easy. You know what this is, Andrew? No. These kids go up and they make songs out of loops. Watch this kid. he's adding every eight beats he adds another layer 
Is this what Marco Ribellier does? I don't know. Party pass. Carry on back. Dustin up sit belt. Thanks for flying with us today. Thanks again. Paradise. Sound check at House of Blues. Now it's time to sing a song for you. Yes, it is what Mark does. Show the way that I was made. The, this guy's fucking great. Fucking amazing! I could watch this all day long. Hey, can I just do loops with my mouth? Yeah. Instead of getting a uh, thing. Well, that's what he did. He beatboxed the drums. <laughs> the cow needs milk. You should uh, pull up a beat. You were talking about it on a couple open tabs ago, where what? you said you wanted to freestyle over a beat. You should you should type in Kanye style beat in YouTube. And kick a freestyle. And kick a freestyle? Yeah. Okay. I've had enough coffee. No, this is a sexy beat. Okay. I'll do sexy beat. This is like a... This is like about love making, and I don't really do like... Black people make love a little better than I do, so it's yeah. going to be... She was sweating when she got in the bed. Turned over, tried to get some head, but she said, no, that hurts my jaw and i know what i saw there was sweat dripping off her ass i realized i need to hit the gas i went up and brushed my teeth because i hadn't done it in a week oh yeah this is getting gross i ended up trying to blow my nose i wanted to not breathe out of my mouth when i kissed her down south i then Went into the bathroom, tried to piss out of a hard dick, which is hard. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. I got as much piss out as I could. Walked back in with the wood, gave it to her where it should be. You know what? Right above the knees and I pumped in real fast. And then I hit the gas. You know I wasn't gonna last. I've been tapping that ass in the last and I ran about that. Ooh, what else do you need? I think I wouldn't mind smoking some weed, maybe having a cocktail or two. I don't know why I'm thinking Hebrew. I just wanna. Hey, by the way, have you ever seen MC Search? Dude, that was way better than I thought it was gonna be. Were you writing that last night? No, no, I wasn't writing that last night. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I texted teeth. Halston. I, I haven't yeah. done it in a week. Yeah, peeing out of a hard dick is hard. <laughs> hard, hard, hard. <laughs> yeah, got him. I wonder if uh, pirates were the first ones to really bring uh, amputee acceptance out. They were like, "Ah, don't bring up my foot." Probably. All right. They were the first mainstream amputees, right? They were the first mainstream amputees. I watched this fucking couple in Croatia make a boat. I watched this couple make a fucking boat. Let's mute them. First of all, they're in great shape. All I thought is that they're in great shape. Secondly, all they do is sail on a lake. This is the story of our building a sailing yacht in our backyard. They laughed at us for five years. 
Now who's laughing? Well, I'm still actually laughing because the amount of work that goes into making a boat, you better love making a boat and not sailing boats. They made this from fucking scratch. They will not be commenting on this because they do not speak English. I watched the whole thing. But they developed this yacht independently. This is this goes against everything I know about Croatia because I didn't think, first of all, that they had computers. That's, I'm gonna, <laughs> well, well, I wasn't sure if they saw Star Wars. Definitely all the fits about computers. We have a very good Croatian friend that I'm busting balls with. Very angry, not on the internet, so we can bust balls as hard as we like. Hey, Eva, you're a big fan of Star Wars. Who's your favorite character? Oh, I don't know, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Oh, can you do an impression of Chewbacca? Hello, I am Chewbacca. <laughs> it is so good to see you, Mr. Mark Hamill. Get through the Millennium Get Falcon. Get through the Millennium Falcon so we can go light speed. <laughs> I think my star I might do a Croatian rapper. Um, anyway, the this couple, I don't even know if they're from Croatia. Where are they from? Does anyone know? Show more. We are a happy couple. We're a happy young couple, Jenna and Vita. We like to equip life around us in our own hands so we can feel as independent as possible and realize ourselves creatively. We make love. Oh, we love making videos. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. In 2017, we were forced to sell our yacht, so we wanted to quickly finish building our house, but we already hatching a plan to build what a, i love this character by the yeah. way wait why were they forced to sell their yacht i don't know maybe i should read that in english well i'll do <laughs> it back in, tough. in 2017 we were forced to sell the yacht as we wanted to quickly finish building our house but we are already hatching a plan to build a new expedition uh, expeditionary aluminum yacht here you can watch the history of the construction here we made the project for yacht ourselves you can download the link if you'd like on our drive of Google. Remember, my Try. name is. Where the fuck are they from? 13 million views, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it. by the way, I I, I was fascinated. And I, I'm making fun of them pretty aggressively. But I was amazed at the fucking work this couple put in. Leanne and I could not build a rowboat. Legit build a rowboat. If you, say, if you gave us everything but the oars, we'd still have a hard time building oars. We, they, first of all, they built a house to build the yacht in. Okay. And then they have all these tools. I, guess, I mean, I'm assuming this guy builds yachts for a living and also built himself one because they legit built a fucking yacht. How impressive. This is why I feel like I have a void in my life. Like, I don't, maybe I'll build my tour bus. <laughs> this guy is taking resin, putting it on little pieces of wood taking the wood, resining them together, then pulling them to make the fucking, this part of the yacht. What's this part? The hull. The hull. Yeah. That's cool. Now nah, you can build, you can build a yacht. I was actually thinking about building like a, 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 like a like, little schooner. Like, no, like a little, I was thinking as I watched this, I was like, I used to like building model airplanes. Maybe I'll build a model yacht. Yeah. And see how good I can get. And then I was like, oh, my vision's not what it used to be. Dude. Look at this guy. <clears throat> By the way, they have great arms. They sit very comfortably. Mercedes. And they've got the, they make sure that, please make sure that the, by the way, uh, 
I, they have a great Mercedes. But look at this fucking yacht they built. I mean, I'll just take you through parts of it. This is them. <clears throat> they built this whole fucking thing by hand. That's super impressive. And then the very end is adorable. They got their... Can I tell you all I thought about this video? I thought this little girl will grow up on this yacht. But she didn't. They sold it, I guess. Now they're building an aluminum. What character am I doing, Andrew? Aluminum. <laughs> aluminum not yacht. How much do you think they sold that for? They, I would guess maybe 100,000 rubles. Can I tell you what, one of my biggest mistakes is not talking to Nathan Florence about his victory in <clears throat> this surfing competition called the Red Bull. What's it called? Uh, it's called the Red Bull Cape Fear. That I got to put the audio on so you understand what's happening. These are so I listen to this. I watch this podcast or I watch this documentary called The Bra Boys. Do you know what that is? It's about Cody Aberton. I think it's about Cody Aberton, the Aberton brothers. I'm, I may be fucking this up. I apologize. But the Bra Boys were like a group of guys that <clears throat> lived in Australia that kind of all came from like, you know, I think project housing is what we'd call it in the States, but it was down by a beach. And so the ocean kind of saved them, but they were like a, a group of guys. They'd fight yeah. together. They're, I mean, it's a gang, technically. They had, the gang had gained notoriety through violence and alleged links to organized crime, as well as some community activism. The Bra Boys achieved national and international media attention in 2007 with the release of a feature-length documentary called Bra Boys. It's Blood great. is Thicker Than Water. It's a great documentary. Uh, Russell Crowe released it. That's right. Um, and it's Cody Aberton. Am I right? um let's see here yeah kobe aberton kobe aberton yeah so they have this in this in the in this documentary <clears throat> they talk about this break it's called it's called ours our break or ours and it's basically a break that's so thick and so dangerous and so doubled up that only people that lived there could really surf it because it was just such a complicated break well red bull has renamed it the cape fear break and they do a a competition and fucking Nathan Florence won it. No shit. I know my, my guy, Nathan Florence, my guy, your best friend, my best friend. He won it. Am I saying the right name? Nathan Florence. Yeah. Okay. Look at this. Look at this. These guys are getting fucking destroyed. Watch this break. This wave is growing. He's in the pit. In the tube, he's got a line for an exit, and he comes out. Russell Bjerke just absolutely getting the acceleration. He's in the base of this thing, it spits. Oh, cannonballed out of that one. Watch the step, where is it? There it is. Massive air drop. I mean, these guys are getting. goes down and onto the rocks. These guys are getting fucking destroyed. Russell Bjerke dropping down Look at how thick this is. Looking for the pit. Comes out of the barrel, but whoa, gets whoa. launched. The wave literally trying to eat him. Pumping, pumping. Arlo's dad looking. Oh, oh my God. Manning up. Look, Look at these guys. The Impossible to surf. Whipping in, looking for the line. Seriously. Going 100 miles an hour. Oh, Look at this. Look at that. Look at this. 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 Shut the fuck up. That is a... That is a building collapsing onto you. That is a building. I've yeah. never seen waves do that where it doubles up like that. Dude, look at this. Look at this. That is fucking... It hasn't even started yet. 
wow. there's a wave underneath it. Yeah. yeah. That's like an alien. He's got to hop that. <clears throat> it's a wonder he didn't get hurt there. Oh. It's going over the left. Oh, absolutely. Smashed. Right into the devil's belly. Very Look at this. Nice. Look at this poor guy. These guys are just getting fucking this annihilated. Out of Look at this. Scariest dreams. We do have a rescue. That was a very bad wipeout. Is this a wave meant for humans to surf? Now watch He's in these there, guys. just cool, calm, collected. The wave spits past him, and then he comes out. Oh, look at this thing. Kirk Flynn off, great takeoff. Just beautiful. Tube. If any of us accomplished one of these waves, it would be something we talked about every day of our lives. Yeah. You need to be a and veteran. These guys probably don't bring it up in conversation. If I Excuse caught any. if I caught a wave ever, I'd talk about it every day for the rest. I've caught I've caught three waves in my life and I talk about it all the time. And I can tell you about my best wave that I ever caught. Gets a little high five here. Having a look down the line, stalling. Wow. The belly of the beast. Look, at that. look at that. Ryan Fucking. Hipwood hanging on. Oh my goodness. Finish it. That just changed the game right there. Evan, folks, throttles and throws out and spit into the channel. James Homer Cross. Another local. Oh, the big step. Oh. oh he just had to bunny hop a little barrel. wave. Wow, that was. Sick Watch this. That was one of the heaviest Boom. Oh, oh, God. Be careful what you ask for because this is as big and scary as any wave in the world. Oh, oh Laurie Downer. That was ridiculous. There's the photo for your wall. Bam. Kobe Aberdeen on a grower. That's Kobe Aberdeen. Right in the vortex. Hanging wow. on with everything he's wow. got. Brilliant, brilliant surfing by Kobe Aberdeen. Oh. Mark Matthews, the man of steel, ollies the steps straight into the barrel. That is the payback we wanted to see. Spit out. With it sounds like they're commentating skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Whoa. An incredibly deep barrel ride there from Ryan Hipwood. Here we go, James Homer Cross. On a bomb. He goes over the steps. Nice step. and easy and just standing tall in that thing. That was a beauty. Look at that fucking. Easy call for the judges. Perfect 10. It's insane. Wow. All right, let's get out of that. Oh, real quick, let's, uh, let's, have you seen the video of Kelly Slater with a shark in this tube? No. no. Check this fucking thing out. I'm going to open it big. Okay. 13, 14, 15. Oh my Jesus. It's <laughs> like in his wave. In his fucking almost hit him in the fucking head. Watch. That's not fucking crazy, right? By the way, that's once again, if that was us, it would be something we talked about all the time. That's a Thursday afternoon to Kelly Slater. Yeah. Um, so th apparently they were on boat ramps in South Africa. So every boat launches from shore. And a lot of cars get stuck in the water on shore launching boats. It's apparently. I don't know. But look at this. It's for, uh, let's just call them um, imperialists. <laughs> for overweight white people whose, whose 
who who's uh whose family's got into blood diamonds i think probably early on they would prefer to call zimbabwe rhodesia yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's this one black dude that's like trying to get them out and i can't tell if the black dude's trying to get them out so they die or if he really wants to help them so watch these guys these guys are it's by the way for the record they're the size of me okay there, there's nothing wrong with that they're the size of me but look at this so it's like Bleh! everyone in the boat get in the boat that dude's like 350. That's look at this good. guy this one guy can't get in and he has to take his life preserver off not the move i'd make <laughs> he's like no, look at this guy okay. look this guy can't get in this guy's in he's the size of he's look at he takes his life preserver off and then he's like don't worry bro. i'll get it in the boat myself i'm not gonna look at this now waves start coming in this boat is suspect as fuck it's tiny it looks like you should be driving it with a by remote control in <laughs> disneyland you could build that boat probably and look they're all dressed like they're in fucking steve zuzu's <laughs> they're part of the aquatic team yeah they all dress like jacques cousteau <laughs> yeah. i don't know what the fuck they're taking this boat out to do get your red cap let's go they're all wearing blue with fucking and they've got the early version of life preservers on Look at this poor guy just literally turns around and holds on for dear fucking life as they head out to sea for what I don't know what is as valuable as out to sea is that, that that they're willing to risk their fucking lives. These gentlemen are willing to risk their fucking lives to get in this. I think it's called the USS Capsize. I don't know what the name of the boat is, but it is tiny. Look at this. Now, look, he just goes, all right. I've made my I've made my fate with I've made my deal with God. Let's yeah. head out to sea, guys. And what's interesting is I guess the angle for going out, I would go right at the waves. I've learned a lot about boat launching. You go diagonal with the waves, I guess. Look at this guy. Oh dear Lord. Oh dear God. Please help the Sasawan Cat 16 get out. I hope these two Suzuki. <laughs> Look at this poor fucking guy. That guy. That guy regrets whatever he had for breakfast. Oh, yeah, he's, he's sick. Just... Yeah. Oh man, that dude's face is about to hit the back. Look at this. This guy. I mean, this boat is. It's weighed down. It's and by the way, you put the four heaviest human beings you can find <laughs> yeah. in it, and then you take it out. Watch. They start hitting some legit fucking waves. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they could be going out to sea for. <laughs> the big wave's not yet to come. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yep. Here we go. I would go a little slower when I hit the wave, maybe. There we go. That's, that's more your speed. What happens to some of these boats? is they fucking look at this that's it sideways that poor guy's holding on for dear fucking life he's like the worst of it's got to be over he's soaking wet they're all soaking wet for their day adventure at sea look at this oh my god now in fairness i haven't watched the full video so i don't know if they live or not they definitely are running from this wave <laughs> all right let's go back it's a good time. Now this guy's like, I have the worst seat in the world. I'm seeing all of it. 
<laughs> I mean, what is that important at sea? Okay. All right, watch this. Two dudes chilling in kayaks, or uh, out, outriggers, right? Two dudes in Hawaii, you can tell because of the accent, just chilling. And then this shows up. Right away, he's like, oh, watch out. Yeah. Rogue Wave, now look what this guy does. This guy gets out of the way, right? But look at this guy. You know what he does? He's like, it looks like I'm going home. He just took it in. Kind of nice. It's amazing that, why, I wonder why I'm obsessed with rogue waves. Do you think it's the chaos of it all? Yeah, the random chaos where you have to adapt and pivot in the moment. Nah, it's the abyss. Can we talk about Ryan Leaf for a second? Who's Ryan Leaf? I'm so glad you asked. So I, I'm obviously a big fan of the Rich Eisen show, right? So Ryan Leaf guest hosted. Ryan Leaf was, I say this respectfully because he seems to have somewhat of a sense of humor about it now. And I think he's very talented as a broadcaster. Or at least he, I'll tell you what, I was massively engaged watching him co-host the Rich Eisen show. In the 1998 draft, the number one pick was going to be a quarterback. It was going to either be Ryan Leaf out of Montana State or University of Montana or a little guy we call Peyton Manning. And they had to figure out who was the better quarterback. This is back before, you know, uh, the the camps were as, as big as and people know as much. Like people didn't train for the fucking combine the way they do now people's pro day wasn't as big a deal you pretty much had a great college career you knew you were going first you didn't have to worry about it so ryan leaf didn't worry about it peyton manning of course did now I, all i can do is try to draw comparisons of of this in the comedy business the guy who is unsure of his talents thinks he's the underdog believes himself to be the underdog and then works harder versus the guy that gets given a movie career or a television career and gifted like almost not gifted they earn it but like the 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 chosen ones there's like people like and all i could think is you know and what they were saying is there were like little things that that had they researched and they known about then they could have predicted how this would have gone out like for instance ryan leaf was never voted team captain on any of his teams he ever played on and they're like, as the number one draft pick, the best quarterback in the nation, that should ring a bell. That should send up a flag hmm. when you're like, wow, he's never been. Like they were talking about someone the other day and they're like, you know, no, no one's ever been to his birthday parties. Ooh. And they were like, no one goes to his birthday parties. And they're like, no, nah. no. And so this, I, I watched this. I, I'm going to, I'm going to surmise it because it's 13 minutes. But Ryan Leaf was just a fucking natural very big young football he's 6'5 240 Peyton Manning was not as big as him not as gifted as him but 
they were like, you know, we should have taken into account the fact that Peyton Manning spent every fucking day of his life talking football with his dad. All he thought was football. He could he sat in, in the rooms with some of the greatest football minds ever. Ryan Leaf didn't. Draft the Indianapolis Colts select quarterback, University of Tennessee, Peyton Manning. Bill goes, Ryan's got a stronger arm than Peyton. But Peyton Manning is the quarterback. With the uh, second. Was the beauty of it. We didn't think we could lose. It all started well for Ryan Leaf. He had a good training camp, and he won his first couple games. There was certainly some aspects or holes in his game, but we really saw that we'd had a... Me and Louis C.K., I sat next to Ryan Leaf's girlfriend on a flight from L.A. to... from Miami to L.A., and Louis C.K. sat behind us, and she was so pretty. Me and Louis sat and talked to this woman the entire... She was beautiful. Yeah. ...player in terms of physical skills. The expectations for Leaf were sky high. He may have been picked second, but his contract included the then largest signing bonus for a rookie in NFL history, only Whoa. adding to the enormous pressure on head coach Kevin Gilbride to turn the Chargers around. Eleven that million dollars. That intense scrutiny came listening. to a head after San Diego's third Watch game of this. the season against the Kansas City Chiefs. Thirty-six-yard line fumble by Ryan Leaf. We played a horrific game. The one guy who played as poorly as you could play was Ryan Leaf. Fucking don't talk to me, all right? Knock it off! He was caught on camera in the locker room yelling at a reporter. I misdirected my anger after the Kansas City game. I was extremely disappointed in my performance, and I let it show. He was a little bit overwhelmed by, by all the attention. So Ryan Leaf's insight. Ready? This is brilliant. And this makes me nervous. But his insight was when you're a rookie quarterback, when you're the number one draft pick, money changes people. And that his, his getting all this money changed who he was. And what he did is he got a house on the bluffs overlooking the ocean in La Jolla. He got the nice car. He went to Vegas. He had big parties. He had a good time. And he was like, what you should, as the number one draft pick, you should take that as an opportunity, not as I got there. He looked at it as I got there. And then from every point there forward, everything was like, I already made it. I made it. I'm the number one, number two draft pick. He was like, instead, what I should have done, this is hindsight. And this is interesting. If anyone's listening that is in an opportunity in their life, he's like, what I should have done is I should have gotten a two bedroom condo by the, by the facility. I should have spent all my time working out, all my time focused on football. I should have been f ignoring girls and social lives and just thought football and get myself comfortable and get moving forward. And I could not help but thinking a small shitty house serves artists and, and talent so well. Like if you work and you hate your job, then get yourself a nice house so you have somewhere to fucking decompress and, and tap out. Yeah. But if you love your job, then you should almost, for as long as you can, stay in the smallest, shittiest house. So all you're thinking about is that that next goal, that next thing, like that, like, and really focus your your fo focus yourself on your talent and your trade, and let that be the thing that gets you to the next level. Uh, why does that make you nervous? Because I I just bought a new house. <laughs> Well, well, hold but on. But I lived in a shithole house. <laughs> yeah. 
but you you bought your house but you in this scenario you just got drafted second well no no but, no no i got tra- I, I didn't even get drafted i was a walk-on you I were, was on the practice squad like if you're if you're if you're gonna analogize me because i thought about this a lot i was on the practice squad for a very long time on the team but on the practice squad and i was busting my ass just to get in the games and then when i got in the games and and got my first chance to play on monday night football which is let's say showtime right my showtime special yeah um i didn't play that well and but i did but i didn't know i did like i didn't realize i fundamentally i played great that the coaches were watching and the coaches were like dude guy's got fucking talent we should let him fucking play more and then when i got my next time to start on a sunday which was secret time i stayed in that shit house i stayed in that shit house since since past hey big boy since past my movie since all of it and so then i started going okay that makes sense but there has been a weird thing about this house with me where i don't really feel comfortable in it because i like yet because i don't have my place to sit and and like i'm not here that often so in a weird way i'm like i i'm say i'm like uh i'm like the quarterback that got the good contract and i bought the house but i don't live there i still live next to the fucking complex because i'm on the road every fucking week yeah and, and by the way i leave tomorrow night Can you fucking believe that i leave tomorrow fucking night yeah um <clears throat> but i thought that was interesting that he was like you got to hear him say it because he says it and the way he approaches this is so with such great hindsight such great insight wait have you seen this little girl this fucking made me laugh so hard so cute have you seen this no. Nah, nah, it's not funny. I've got school. <laughs> nah, I'm not laughing. I've got school. Nah, has he drawn on my face? <laughs> has he drawn on my face? I love that. That is the the that is a little brother that drew on her face while she was sleeping, and she's like, "It's no, nah, no, nah, it's not funny. I've got school." Has he has he drawn on my face? I think they were pointing to the elf on the shelf. So I think the parents did it. Oh. And said the elf on the shelf did it to her at night. Oh, what fucking cunt parents. <laughs> uh, hold on a sec. The, uh, you've seen this one. Yeah. This one. Growing up with brothers is the best example of brothers. And how they they will fucking. What? <laughs> they'll fuck you over. The kid the kid that painted his younger brother. Oh, no. I've seen it. <laughs> Do you send it to us? Yeah, just send it. It's uh, And the dad's trying to discipline him. The dad can't keep it together. Whose idea was this? Did you think this was a good idea? <laughs> Look at brother's face. Who got the paint out? Brother did? How did no? How'd he get it? They're not talking. <laughs> he did. He built the stairs, did he? He what? He built the stairs. He built the stairs. With what? With blocks. With blocks. Yes, he built the stairs, did he? How come you didn't tell him no? Who's the big brother? You are. How come you didn't tell him no? That wasn't a good idea. Huh? It's in his ears. <laughs> Are you guys in trouble? Yes, 
What 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 should we do? <laughs> you guys got paint everywhere downstairs. Do you think you guys should have timeouts? You don't think so? Do you think I should not give you guys any more juice? <laughs> Trying to get their story straight? <laughs> what is funny? <laughs> Nothing's funny, bud. You, have, you guys have paint everywhere. In the hair, daddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in your hair. And my face? Yeah, you have it all over your face. Yeah. And um, my teeth? How, how do you think we're going to get this paint off? My hair now? He looks kind of cool, like a zombie. <laughs> You guys are gonna be in a timeout. You know that, right? Yep. Nope. I, I yep. couldn't. I couldn't be this dad. I would be laughing too hard, and I'd be. I'd be like, "We're getting pictures." Can you say Cinco de Mayo? I'll be at the. I'll be at fucking at the Greek. It's not funny. You guys are in big trouble. Both of you guys are in big trouble. Both of you guys are in big trouble. Both of you guys are in big big trouble. Yeah. Big trouble? <laughs> Big trouble. <laughs> it's not funny. Not funny. He's fake laughing to try to get his dad to laugh. You guys are going to bed with no juice. No juice tonight. You understand that? Yeah, I am not. I'm not very happy right now. No more juice. These fucking kids yeah. are fucking hilarious. No <laughs> Why? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to have to get cleaned up. That's fucking great. That's fucking Let's awesome. go to history. What else did... Oh, I wanted to show you Ryan Leaf. I think you got the point for Ryan Leaf, right? What else have I been looking at? What? How did his career end up? Uh, addicted to drugs. Uh, arrested in jail. Hell yeah, he uh, he got addicted to pain pills. Um, let me see if I can get Ryan Leaf to explain it better than I did. Money changes you. Here we go. People go, no, it won't change me. I grew up poor. I grew up in a very frugal Money family that, you. that budgeted and everything. Like that. Money can change you, right? If what it does is, if you have character defects that exist already, they are exacerbated. Yep. With money, that's what money does. Um, it can be so helpful, but if you are not ready to have it and do the right things with it and be the right person in it, you, you're not going to have it for long. You're, you're, you're just going to blow right through it. And that's exactly what I did because I just thought success was money, power, and prestige. And that's, that's where, that's where it was. And that's where I was going. And it all started with the, the preparation for this combine, right? I just, I was ill prepared for everything that came after playing in that Rose Bowl. There isn't a moment where I look at and I go, oh, I did that right. That's, that's the one thing. 
if you're listening to this, that's if you're thinking about life, being overprepared is the fucking key. I look at people who shoot specials and and go, yeah, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go on the road. I think like the month before my special and really kind of fine tune it. I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I'm I would never go into a special not having done it a hundred thousand times. Like I, I I'm like, I, it's so funny. I need to be so overprepared when I go into the special that I am that it's not even. It's muscle memory. It's in rote. It's it's that's why like if you think about being a quarterback, you you can't think about you need to be going out there, fucking having done it ten thousand hours. All right, what do we do? We is there anything we missed on our list of things, Halston? No, you had mentioned you wanted to do this because you could talk about Kanye all day. Um, MC Search is, I mean this respectfully, he's way more Jewish than I ever thought. I never knew he was Jewish. I kind of thought he was maybe, but MC Search. If you listen to MC Search, God damn it, fuck it. Do you remember third base? Mm-mm. I'm sorry, what? No. Hold on. Sorry. I'll... All right, let's end on some third base. This is third base. Oh, welcome to Shinmon Alley, and I'm your host, Professor Charlie Chapman. No, not Tracy Chapman. You can tired of that stuff. Today's lecture deals with. The gas face, the church commonly used in the world of physics, referring to the nuclear factor, centrifugal force, lifetime, the deception, and it's alive and the deception <laughs> get too large. Give him the gas face. <laughs> hey yo, man, my label mate Don Newkirk, man, step to him. Thanks, search. And now for the prime minister, sinister Pete. Gas, past tense, made facially. Third basal express, KMD. Three blind mics on site. Zev Lover gave it the first light. A grin shows a trick up a sleeve. What a tangled web they weave. Deceive is stupid, fine through fable. Say, let's make a deal at the dinner table. Mr. Weasel? Oh, come in and sit down. Wow. Come here and dress for the meeting, too. I like the hats. Put your on tour, put your record on wax. Trust me. Now, I'm not dissing, I'm not fussing, I'm not talking. I can make you deaf and dope, Mac Daddy. Slam it. I'll make you big, 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 big. One big for each one of you. And then just ignore part number one, part number two, part number three, part number four. Ignore it all and just go right to Tiny. Just go right to Tiny. And you know, with the money you make, you can always buy new hats. Sign your life on the X. Your exit, exhaust, but what you really get a box of new ports and puma sweat. Damn. Damn. By the way, MC Search has a fade. Has a high top fade. Yeah. And he's a, a Orthodox, I think he's Orthodox or maybe progressive Jewish. Hey yo, Don, step to him again. Everybody, MC Search. Black cat has bad luck. Bad guys went black. Must have been a white guy who started all that. Make the gas. I think I, I think I thought he was black growing up, or like light skinned. Yeah, but I, I don't think I ever thought he was Jewish. Little white lies. My expression to the mountainous blue eyes dip on my face and shake my skull cap. Dismiss the myth that evil is not black but opposite spectrum. This done by red man with horns on his head. Lay down the ill plan. Got all his helpers. Said make it snappy. Tell all the people that their hair can't be nappy. Blind and blue eyed. A dark skin half a G. A disease created by leprosy. Don't. Night way before the light. Put aside spooks, search leaves a trace of 
set up correct with the effect of the gas face. This jig is the gas face, man. Next up, Don, a special appearance by KMD's Sam Love X. A gas face. Can either be a smile or a smirk when a pair's a monkey wrench? I loved, I loved uh, third base, but I think I thought MC Search was black. I, I, I'm almost certain I thought MC Search was black, and then I listened to, God damn it, I got to do this with my with glasses. He is, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, look, we're all turning into older men, but he's slowly turning into a, a very familiar character in my life, which is an older Jewish man. Like you, you just you run into a lot of older Jewish men, yeah. and when you listen to him talk. You can, t I can totally, I now know that he's not black. Like when you listen to him talk, listen, just listen to him talk. Die, and, or I'm going to kill myself. Something crazy, <laughs> even though I didn't think that way. Yeah. But it was, oh, mom, if I go to Far Rock High School, I might as well just kill myself, right? So my mother, God may she rest so in cool. peace, may went to music peace. and art. She graduated there. And we had some other family members that went there. So I said, oh, I might as well try out. And I wanted to be a cantor or a rabbi anyway. So I figured, oh, I can't afford yeshiva. My parents can't afford yeshiva. I might as well go and then I can also tone my voice and get my... I mean, that, that voice is very familiar. Being in stand-up as long as I've been in, it does not sound like MC Search. And I really think I thought because of that high-top fade that he was a black dude, light-skinned black dude. Uh, Spike Lee cast him in Bamboozled as a fictitious rapper, part of a rap group, where he claimed to be 116th black that was the joke in the movie bamboozled really um it's a good movie i've seen bamboozled i don't remember it all right let's go i think we got a we got an episode right yeah we got one do you think everyone's going to be shocked at how great my freestyle is halston i'm i'm surprised so when do we post this today this week let's post it this week and let's lift out that freestyle portion mm -hmm. and we're posting it and everyone's going to be amazed at how great my freestyle is you know what i thought when you start freestyling what i said fuck this guy he's good at everything <laughs> I'm the white Kanye. You are. I'm the comedy's Kanye. God damn it. The Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. All right, everybody. I hope you have a great week. This was Open Tabs. Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks, Bert. Hell yeah. Birdie Boy Relapse Tour. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.